and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Lisa and Jael Trinity. It is the 24th of July, 2023, at exactly 6:13 p.m. So, without further ado, I'm going to get right into this podcast. And this is a podcast. I'm not going to upload it as video. It's going to be a podcast. I've got several things to talk about. Um, so let me just say this right off the bat. And if the shoe fits, honey, wear it. Don't waste a good pair of flats or heels. And walk and keep walking. Okay? And don't even wave to me from across the street. Because that would be considered harassment. And they know who they are, of which I am talking about or to. Now, let me say this, okay? Now, some of you may not know what I'm talking about. Most of you will not, because this is kind of this is kind of an inside conversation between me and another party. But you're not you're not smarter than me. You're not more intelligent than me. Me as an autistic adult does not dilute my uh, cognitive thinking, does not interrupt my intelligence or the ability to use their uh. And One thing with me, let me just say this. I don't like injustice. I don't like a bully. And I don't like people who are unfair. So before you even think about uh, posing a threat let me just warn you there are more for me than against me you understand 
You have to be very careful how you treat another person. Because you never know who your neighbor is. You understand. Now with that being said. Again, I handle my bullies. I am no pushover. And when I say something, I mean it. And I mean what I say. I'm like my Heavenly Father. What can I tell you? When God speaks, He says it is done. And when I speak, uh, you know, God listens, capital G. Now again, for those who are listening to this podcast, most will not know who or of whom I am speaking to. But they do. Now... This podcast is going to be about co-parenting. It is called uh, co-parenting. And I'm making up the title right now. (laughs) Co-parenting. And... uh, The importance of incorporating biblical principles. Co-parenting and the importance of incorporating biblical principles. What I have found that not only within my profession as a counselor and an executive leader and, and uh, just working within the community and and for various uh, organizations, um, I found that in dealing with people on a day-to-day basis, that when I speak with them, when we when we have dialogue, cross dialogue, it is very apparent that most families negate God or the God factor, capital G, from their everyday living. And if you're receiving Christian counseling from me, then that is when I can incorporate some advice, give you uh, uh, give you guidance, and also supportive scripture which supports that which I am telling you and and uh, 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 Advising. It is so important to keep God in the center of your family, whether you're blended or not. It is it is so imperative because what you're actually doing is you're being proactive. Um, you're being proactive by by seeking God, by going to church, by 
spending time with him, by encouraging your kids to have a personal relationship with him for a number of reasons. But you're being proactive to the, uh, and you're, you're working on the offense to the attacks of the, of the enemy and to life events that can be detrimental to family, uh, family, um, that's the word I want to use. Family structure. You see, without biblical principles, negating God from your circle of life, you then leave yourself wide open for so many things, but most importantly, and this, this podcast is for the Christian, most importantly, for division. A family that prays together stays together. That's a very, you've heard it before, most likely, and it is, it is very true. A family that goes to church together gets into heaven together, but <laughs> on separate trips. You understand? It's very important to keep God in the center of your family life. Uh, for one, I found that many parents they encourage education, they encourage sports, they encourage the creative arts. But then once they get into a position where they're at the age of accountability, Despite everything you gave them with the, with the itemized list I just noted, they are still very unprepared because you didn't give them God. So one of several things will happen. They will crush under pressure. A lot of young people commit suicide. They self-destruct. They get hooked on drugs and alcohol. Uh, they suffer from depression. They have no identity, despite the fact they may come from a house full of parents and a couple of siblings. They still feel alone. And that is because your identity comes from Jesus Christ. He tells you who you are. He leads you where to go. The Holy Spirit is the gift giver. And then he, he teaches you how to incorporate your gifts and talents into, into um, your career. So that you, then you are a positive asset to the rest of the world. You feel better about yourself as you fellowship and socialize with people who are like-minded. Sharing your faith. Because you encourage each other. And these are just some of the few 
reasons why it is important to keep God in the center of your family life. When you, <coughs> excuse me, when you do not, you leave your children wide open. Talking about the young people now, the kids. You leave them wide open for the enemy. You gave them no wisdom. You gave them, you sent them out into the wilderness with no GPS, no, you didn't, you didn't give them the right garments, the right attire, the right footwear. You didn't give them no weaponry, like a sword, which, which uh, you know, symbolizes the Bible. You left them out there like that in the middle of war, spiritual warfare, which is constant every day, good and evil, battling one another for souls. And it, his or hers, is, is, it's one of them. It, it, one of them. And you just got them out there like that. Totally unprepared. They're educated. They're good at sports. You know, they, they're gifted, they may be musically inclined, but then when they get caught up and you're not around, or if you're, all, if, if you're around, it's like the blind leading the blind, did you not follow in Jesus either? Now, nobody knows what to do, everybody's confused, everybody's upset, everybody's stressed, everybody's on Prozac, everybody's, you know, it, it's a mess. Because you didn't incorporate God into your family life. God is your GPS, God Protective Services, GPS. You cannot send your child out there into the real world, which is constant warfare. Spiritual and spiritual warfare, good versus evil. The enemy wants your child's soul. The enemy wants to see him or her decline. And they have no idea. They're completely unprepared. Now they have they, they want to pray, but they don't know how to pray. They want help, but they don't know how to ask for help. Because, you know, you have certain parents with certain ideologies. You know, some 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 you know, some brothers who are Fathers, they, they, they teach their sons that it sh it's a sign of weakness to really seek help. And, you know, they say, you know, it's a no. That's, you know, it's kind of a feminine reaction. And it's not. Don't cry. You should exert your feelings. This is some, this is, you know, how some fathers are. Just for, you know, instant. You got some mothers who are very busy with their careers and when they are home, they're still working. And if they're not working, they're in the gym. And if they're not in the gym, they're, they're you know, they've been watching Netflix and spend no time with the children. So now the girls, because they need identity through their mothers, they are emotionally and psychologically and spiritually neglected. And so they look for it in, in the wrong places. They get caught up with bad men, bad friends, and bad habits. So it is very important. The first 
thing about being a uh, family. Co-parenting. This is about co-parenting. Whether you're blended or not. Is that you must keep God in the center of your family life. Or it is detrimental to your well-being as a human being and as a Christian. You cannot be a successful Christian neglecting God and putting him on the back burner. So you need the GPS. God Protective Services. This podcast is 16 minutes long. I'm, I'm not going to stay uh, too much longer. I, I don't want to make it too long. I know this is a very important topic. But I wanted to cover the fundamentals of co-parenting. Second. If you keep God in the center of your family life, by default, your horizontal relationships with one another will be okay. You won't have parents, uh, you know, uh, you know, how can I put this? It's just you, you tend to make one, of the, one another look like the bad guy in front of the kids. You know, you'll get along. Things will be really good. So, if you keep God in the center, by default, you will treat one another correctly. Inclusive of the children. So, so two. The second thing I would like to mention in reference to co-parenting. Communication. So, I believe in discipline. Not because it's something I just say, but I know it works. I know children need structure. I know children need boundaries. My cliche that is my personal own is that structure without love is abuse. And love. Without structure isn't love. They need boundaries. They want boundaries. They're going to tell you it's not true. They're lying. You, you talk to that child that's always by himself. That's, the parents are always traveling. Always doing business. Always working. He's at your, he's at your house. You feeding him. You, you, you know, you're, you're teaching him scriptures. You're, you're asking him about his den and about sports and his new girlfriend. They want boundaries. They want attention. They want uh, you to communicate with them. Even when they say, Mom, you know, Dad, leave me alone. Come on now. Leave me alone. Go to my room. You talk too much. They, nah, you know, that's, listen, I'm telling you. It's enough. They, they, they want you to be interested in their lives. Because it directly denotes you are paying attention and you love them. Out of sight, out of mind. And that's the way they feel. 
Well, I'm out of sight, out of mind. They're not around. I'm not, you know, they're not here. So to communication. Now, some men are not, uh, you know, mushy, mushy. I get it. It takes a minute for a man to really open up and, and, and demonstrate and, and, and exert feelings. But in your own way, you know, you you you, you some walks to the door in your home, or you come, or you come home. He's already home. You know, you, you kind of want to say, "Hey," and he says, "Hey, mother cook, yeah, mother cook. You like the food? Uh -uh. Okay, well, I'm going to my room. All right, Dad. Going to school? Dad always go to school. Well, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but listen." That conversation right there was more words you've had with him in like three years. <laughs> and he's about 17. So in his mind and in his heart, he already, he, you already, he already knows. Dad loves me. Nah, he's trying, but he's, he's just mushy. He's just plain corny. <laughs> and, he, and, all, and all is well with the world. He does better in life. He feels more confident as a man. Because now he has an identity through his father. That in a conversation, just by a conversation that says, Son, I love you. I ain't going to say it now because, you know, I'm working on, I'm working on actually saying the words. But listen, I love you. And some, everybody's not on the same level. It takes work for some parents to be parents. But parents, their kids, no matter how old they get, they need to hear that you love them. And listen, even if you're not mushy like that, try it anyway. You are all gonna laugh. No, I'm serious, you're gonna laugh until you probably, you know, listen, have to go to the bathroom. No, really, try it and you you it, it'll be such a funny thing because usually maybe normally you you're just not like this. <laughs> so communication to communication. And let me talk about the women. Young women need to identify through their mothers. They need to be taught how to be women. You can't. There's no. There's no one else to teach it. They, they can learn. They can only learn but so much from school. You have to teach them about hygiene and makeup and fashion and and menstrual cycles and these things come from you and, and you have to incorporate scriptures that teach them about how to be a queen and be ready to be a queen when in order to find her king in marriage this comes from you you have left some of your girls so unprepared and then you blame them for their mistakes no where were you where were you what did you do for her lately what did you teach her? What did you give her to equip her to be a better person? Because then you're criticizing her mistakes. And if you can if you can honestly say, I wasn't a good mother, then you don't blame her for her mistakes. You love her through her mistakes. And then you guide her. And both of you keep it moving and say, God, help us be better people, better, better parents, better children, and better Christians. So communicating. 
This is going to be a 30 minute podcast, so I'm going to do no, I'm going to go into my third point. So one, keeping God in the center of your family life. Two, communication. Three, quality time. Quality time. There's no way you can tell someone that you love them and you never spend time with them. Never. You you, you miss their birthdays or you show up late or, you know, it, you, you never go back to the back to school nights and you don't look at their projects and you don't ask the teachers about, you know, their, uh, their extracurricular activities for fashion club or chess games or you understand they, they want you to be into what what uh, they want you to be interested in what they are doing to put it very simply because they, in, in their hearts they want to share that part of themselves with you but not to the point where you're, 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 you're intrusive like you just you're not letting them breathe, and every five minutes, you you know, you you, you know, you're a little intrusive. Where are you going? What you doing? Why why are you doing that? What you going your grades? And how you know you don't want to be uh, annoying, but you do want to um, spend time with them. You know, you, you want to. You know, I, I know most parents do go to the sports and 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 watch their games and. And take your child to dance classes and, and watch the practice. But I'm talking about at home. Because there is very impersonal. You're around so many other people. So it really, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't count. It does. Because your presence, is, it means a lot. At a recital or at a, you know, a football game. But at home, playing, you know, Scrabble or or connect four, or trouble, or, or card games, or bananagrams, or, you know, uh, something, you know, Pictionary. It, it just as a, it's so much fun, and, and and the bonding experience is beautiful. So three, quality time. You must spend quality time with one another, no matter how old they get, and if your children are over. You know, 25, 30 years old, this is still applicable. Because once they get older, they, they just, you know, life goes on. And, 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 I, and I have a saying, if, if you're not getting any older, you're six feet under. So while you are still breathing, have that Sunday brunch. Don't wait till Christmas and Thanksgiving. Life is all about creating memories, creating moments, creating laughs, punchlines, even though they're not funny, but they make you laugh anyway. Life is about moments. And if you're in, if you're having bad relationships right now within your family or you've, be, you've grown apart you, or you've grown distant, God is in the business of multiplication. In addition, not division. That is the kind of math he's into. Multiplication and addition. Not division. Keep him in the center of your life. 
of your family life. Your lifestyle should reflect that which does not contradict biblical principles. And allow God to prepare your children to be great soldiers. So that even because even if you're still alive and breathing, you're not around them 24-7. You need God. You need them to know what to do when life just happens. Equip them for warfare that is constant for a Christian because it's always and will always be good versus evil until all ends. So this has been Elisa Angel's podcast. Make Christmas more than once a year. You know, I know it, it feels good because it, it has such a certain potency because it Christmas comes around just once a year. And I don't mean play Christmas songs, but what I'm saying is incorporate that bonding experience. Create a specialness. And take a day once a month and say, this is our day as a family. Because sometimes some parents or some children do travel. Or, you know, children got travel sports, parents are working, you know. And your daughter, she's, you know, she's got two jobs or maybe just... One job, or maybe no job, and she's in school full time, so she's always studying. So take a day a month, even if it's just a day a month, and spend the day together. See, if you take one day a month, you should be spending the whole day together. But if you do one day a week, at least one day, do a two hours a day. Two hours a day. Because any board game or any really good, fun, uh, extracurricular activity, it takes about two hours. It's something that's interactive because watching a movie, it, I don't want to count that because that's just, you know, you're sitting next to each other and really the characters in the movie are, your dialogue is with them. You, you know, your, your, your moment is with them and not with each other. So something that is interactive. And you will find that all will be well with you. God loves you. And I love you. And this has been a co-parenting podcast. I forgot the second part of the title. <laughs> so when I so when I upload it, I'm just I don't know. I gotta listen back. No, I'll listen back and see what I titled. I forgot. But I love you guys and God loves you. And um have a good one. It's 30 minutes and two thirty four five seconds in. Okay? Okay, my people and my
Join Alisa and Giles podcast, where my motto is, you can always be a better version of who you were before. You could always be a better version of who you were before.